passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Joe Ostrowski with you. Jason Lockenfora will join us in just a bit. But Joe, as as we get into this NFL draft, and you know, we talked a lot about you know the first the first pick, the second pick, Houston Texans uh, getting all kinds of attention. As this thing you know starts to have shape, you know, make you know make some sense as far as the various you know possibilities. I think one of the things that you know, we kind of forget is that even if, you know, teams are pretty solidified in terms of who they want to take at first, second, maybe even third, those reactions do create this sort of one scenario, right? If if someone goes off the board and does completely different, then that's going to affect everything going forward. So as a batter, you have to sort of be prepared for lots of different possibilities, right? And then figure out, okay, what is the likeliest scenario? It's not just, well, if I were them, it would make the most sense to, to go quarterback number two overall, but there'd be other, you know, ways where if it is Will Anderson, how do you find something else that's bettable? Yeah, exactly. So on that, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. So it, you know, think of scenarios and, and that's you know part of the deal. We're joined by Odyssey NFL insider Jason Lockenfora. Insider calls are presented by the Odyssey NFL Draft Show. Join Jason and Brian Baldinger on the first night of the draft for an inside scoop on the best prospects. It all starts Thursday, April 27th at 7 o'clock Eastern time on the free Odyssey app. Uh, first off, Jason, happy birthday to you. Thank you so much for spending part of your birthday with us. Uh, it is truly an honor. And what better way to uh, you know honor the birthday man than to talk about the Houston Texans because they have gotten a lot of attention over the past 24 hours. Uh, you know, there's the possibility that Nick Casario may be leaving after the draft. Uh, John McClain's mock draft has the Texans 
uh, taking Will Anderson number two overall. When you're looking at, at all of these reports and all of these different things that you know spell the Texans going in a different direction than perhaps we were expecting, you know, even just a few days ago, what makes sense to you as far as what direction they will and perhaps should go in? Well, you know, there's been an ongoing process there that's years in the making. I mean, this has been an epic tank job. They've been willing to, you know, railroad two coaches as one and done, all in the name of getting to this point where they ostensibly got their long-term guy and got them when they're in position to draft a potentially generational quarterback. Um, I, I think you have to look at situations like this from an ownership angle. You know, and they went through the whole thing with Deshaun Watson and the owner there. Cal McNair has really done nothing to distinguish himself at this point, right? But, like, they've been building towards this. They've been sending messages to the people who they think are going to show up and pay money to watch them play now that they actually want to win again. I I don't know. (laughs) You know, like, I mean, you're going to trade for Ryan Tannehill? Like, you're going to – I just – there's not a whole lot there. You know, if you were going to do something for Lamar Jackson – we would have heard about it. like that would be that would be percolating. So I don't know how. What you're going to take Hooker at the end of the round and get back in, and hope he can play by Thanksgiving. I I, I think that this is kind of baked into the cake at this point. You know, I think it kind of is what it is. They really they, look. They want. I've been reporting this in the Washington Post for months. They wanted Bryce Young. They've been locked in on Bryce Young. Casario is a thing for Bryce Young. They're not going to get Bryce Young, so I think they take C.J. Stroud. I Maybe this is a grand mystery. Maybe there's a whole lot of illusions and, and stuff going on here, or maybe it just is what it is. And at this point, I'm banking on it is what it is, and the run of quarterbacks begins at the very top. Uh, with that run, Jason, do you think it's going to be like 2021 where we get five guys going in the first round? That year was five guys in the top 15. Yeah, you can get pretty good money on over four and a half quarterbacks, and um, mm-hmm. I, I would go that route. I, I, I've had too many GMs and too many personnel executives who are really good at this stuff who don't have an ax to grind. They don't have a dog in the fight. Like, there's not like, oh, I'm going to whisper this to him. You know what I mean? Because it's going to help me get. Like, it's not. They, they, they're not. They don't need quarterbacks. They don't want quarterbacks. They're not trying to trade up into the top five, but they're very plugged in. And they've been consistently saying their take on things is that they go one, two, three, four. And whoever goes to three is to get a quarterback. And the Colts have a thing for Will Levis. So if that happens, and and I am leaning into that proposition, then if you're with me there, then I think you'd also be with me that, well, now we're going to go through the whole rest of the first round and the only other guy who maybe could fit in with that group. And we don't even know how good that group's really going to be. But the only other guy, despite the age, despite the injury, he's still going to be there on Friday? You know, when, what are the Saints really doing? Like, I get it. Derek Carr is an attempt to, like, have a better quarterback than Andy Dalton next year. Derek Carr's not the solution. The contract itself tells you they don't think he's the solution. You know, the Vikings, are they going to redo Kirk Cousins again next year? Or, you know, and if so... Hooker makes sense for them. You know, this situation with Matt Stafford's untenable. Could the Rams get in there somehow at the very end of the first round and say, look, we got them in the first round, which means the fifth-year option, right, which means 
We don't, you know, the red shirt year doesn't hurt as bad because you still got four years of control plus potential franchise tags. So this isn't a generational draft for receivers. It's not a good offense, not particularly great offensive line draft. Um, and the pass rushers, eh. And that's what usually fills the back end of the first round. So if you don't have blue chip guys sliding, and there's, you know, some teams I've talked to think there's really only, I don't know, 14 kids who really belong in the first round in this draft. The quarterback's not going to go after four go in the top five? I'm, I'm, I'm saying he does. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It is fascinating, this idea that Will Anderson could go number two overall because, you know, first off, edge is not as important a position quarterback. I think we can all agree on that. And, you know, Anderson, as great of a talent as he is, he, he played a lot of different positions. And so the question you have to ask yourself is, can he do exactly what you need him to do? He, he did lots of different things at Alabama, and that's great. But can he do what you need him to do? And to me, th- that is the big question. You know, we were talking about Jalen Carter possibly being the, the first, you know, defensive player taken. Tyree Wilson is, is now part of that conversation. So to me, you know, it, it's just baffling that that's even a possibility when – Edge is not something where, okay, Will Anderson is the only good one. I mean, you've got a few possibilities there. It it is perplexing in a lot of different ways. And so then the question is, why would you throw that out there if, you know, you know, the direction is, you know, sort of this directionless rudder, so to speak? Yeah, I mean, look, trying to suss out where this stuff starts and how much of it is, is, you know, at least to some degree bound in reality and how much of it is total BS. Like, you'll, you know, you'll never figure it out. You'll run yourself ragged, um, do, you know, trying to do so. So I just think sometimes you have to step back and sort of like what you were just doing, you just have to use logic and reason. Not that these teams um, always do that themselves. And owners do metal and crazy things happen. But, yeah, he's a really good football player. He's going to go in the top ten. He's way more likely than not to be the first defensive player off the board. Although I think this idea that Carter is going to fall or slide is ridiculous. And it may be Carter himself, but is he good enough? Like, if you if you if you've set it up where you've been talking for months, in some cases, like the Colts and the Texans, years, years about solving. You know, since it went south with Deshaun Watson, and is he is he really that good that you're going to move off of a quarterback who some people think, you know, some people like more than Bryce Young because he's sturdier and because of his build. Like, are you really going to flip that script for Anderson? I 
don't think so. You know, no, maybe it. Ha- I'm not. I, I don't know. Until these, you know, until the card comes in, anything's possible. That doesn't feel like the way the wind's been blowing though there for a long time. Uh, Jason, you mentioned that you like over four and a half quarterbacks in the first round. What other draft bets do you like? Um, I I like Bijan Robinson to go in the top ten. However, you go about doing that. Um, you know, depending on where you shop, if you want to get, you know, you can get it by player to spot, you know, player to team. I'm seeing plus 2,000 for him to end up with the Eagles. Like, I don't know. That feels like an Eagles move to me. Like, Howie Roseman's not going to care if you think he overdrafted a running back. He's got great draft capital in this draft. He can move around any way he wants. And I think that that player with his quarterback in the backfield would be pretty special. And He's, I don't know. I mean, again, people I really trust think he's the second, maybe third best player, period, in this draft. And I, I just, I think for, for the right team, they're not going to care about supposed draft value or where running backs are supposed to go. And if he goes as high as I think he will, then I think the kid from Alabama goes somewhere in the back end. Um, so, you know, that's some of the stuff I'm looking at right now that's kind of standing out to me a little bit. Um, I think there's going to be a run on corners. Well, I don't think. I, I, I would be shocked if there's not. People are telling me there's going to be a run on corners. You know, which one goes first? I, I think it could be Gonzalez. Um, he's he's not the chalks. So you might want to look at that. But, like, teams like Pittsburgh, Washington, um, Baltimore, for their first pick to be a corner, you can get plus money in a lot of those instances. And with five or six of them worthy of going in the first round, I, I just have a hard time thinking um, – of those three teams I mentioned, at least two of them don't go corner with their first pick. Jason, is Lamar Jackson staying in Baltimore? And if so, how does that impact the top of the NFL draft? Yeah, I mean, look, nobody knows. I, I mean, we uh, nobody stepped up to this point. Uh, would somebody do it after the draft if they don't come away with a quarterback that they thought they might? or they do decide to do something a little bit off the grid, it's possible. I think the real wild card in this now is the Washington Commanders, though, where, you know, you're already a rock star for getting Dan Snyder out of there. Like, if Lamar Jackson's still on the open market, at that, you know, when you become coronated or whatever, you know, in late May, like, are you really going to want your first season? As much as the football people in that building, and, and some of them are really good, like Sam Howe, I don't know, man. You're telling me we could trade two future first-round picks potentially to sign Lamar Jackson? And, you know, the league office is heavily involved in this stuff. You would come in and you'd immediately be a hero in the league office, even if you just made an offer, because there goes the collusion case, right? All cases, one team, one offer sheet. We're not dealing with that. You might look at Ron Rivera and say, he's not done that great of a job. He's been there a long time. You know, he was – Dan Snyder let him run the entire building. I don't know that I want that guy – have that much power. So, Ron, we're going to kick you aside, make you a consultant or whatever. Eric Bieniemy, head coach, will bet, man, maybe doing cartwheels and backflips at the league office as well. You know, the Brian Flores lawsuit and everything. Like, you could check a lot of boxes and look real good in that billionaire boys club and sell a hell of a lot of tickets. And, you know, they're, they want to flex everything. Maybe all of a sudden you get more, more primetime games than you thought you were going to get because now you've got Lamar Jackson playing 35 miles down the road from where he used to play. Like, I don't know, man. If you want to come in, guns a-blazing, 
And Lamar Jackson's at worst the second best quarterback in that conference where nobody can really play. Um, and the, the best guy, Hurts, is in the division. And how much fun would that be? So, like, do we really think we can come in in a year where the league, where the conference is down and compete with Sam Howe the way we could with the Lamar Jackson? So, and Greg Roman <laughs> is still out on the streak, right? His longtime coordinator who helped him have an MVP season. So, as much as Lamar would want to get away from that, if you did do all this stuff, and now the enemy's the head coach, who's going to run the offense for Lamar Jackson? Oh, let's go get Greg Roman. So uh, everybody's saying Rodgers is going to happen except for the Packers. Is this going to happen, and when? It has to happen. These two teams are, are both fools. They've created a climate where it absolutely has to happen. <laughs> who, who gives more than whom, you know, and, and who gets more and, and who capitulates at the end? I, I don't know, and I don't care. But nobody else wants Aaron Rodgers. Nobody else wants to be a part of this mess. And ultimately – they're just going to have to take whatever they can get. And I think it does go down at the draft. And, you know, it's it's just – there's a lot of teams in this league that just don't know what the hell they're doing. They don't know how to handle situations. They don't know how to create leverage for themselves. They don't know how to, um, you know, kind of know when it's time to thump your chest and when it's time to cower in the corner. And this is just a stupid kabuki dance. It's going nowhere. There's only one team that will pay them $60 million. <laughs> They're only going to give up what they're going to give up. You know, and the idea of Mark Murphy and Goody and the gang trying to manage a three-ring circus with a $60 million backup, showing up all of a sudden for OTAs and just sitting there and hovering over this quarterback that you probably overdrafted, but you have to play now anyway. Like, I can't mm -hmm. fathom that they think they could actually handle that, that they would want anything to do with that. Um, it would be an absolute bleep show. So, no, it'll, it has to get resolved. I mean, the Jets have left themselves with no other option, and the Packers have no other option. Mm. So, eventually, you know, the, the, someone will stand out in that village of idiots and be the one who gets it done. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Odyssey NFL insider Jason Lockenfora, again, thank you so much for your time, and again, happy birthday. Insider calls are presented by the Odyssey NFL Draft Show. Join Jason and Brian Baldinger on the first side of the draft for an inside scoop on the best prospects. It all starts Thursday, April 27th at 7 o'clock Eastern time on the free Odyssey app. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we'll get back to the NBA play-in tournament and talk NBA playoff and some future series coming up on the BetQL Network.